everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Comic Source. I'm your host, Jace. We're here with another Spawn Daily. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the Spawn Wishblade series that was actually written by Garth Innes way back in the day. Uh, it's an interesting story, I guess we'll say. Uh, you know, I covered it previously when uh, I was doing the other side of it, right? Like now I'm talking about Spawn, but there was a time where I was talking about uh, Witchblade doing the Top Cow chronology, um, and I had sort of forgotten what some of the issues with it were. Um, but in going back and rereading it in preparation for this uh, podcast, those same, um, I don't want to say issues, but same little idiosyncrasies, I guess we'll say, uh, about the story kind of came through. I was kind of reminded of them. So uh, just to remind everybody what we're doing uh spawn daily every day we're releasing uh an episode on our youtube channel and through our audio feed talking about spawn uh in terms of a a reading order a chronology so it's not publishing order but we're going through and we're talking about um spawn to get caught up to modern times um you know we started this back in 2022 to celebrate the 30th anniversary of spawn kind of fell off had a couple of people that joined me they weren't able to to stay all, all the time. And it was kind of hard for me to, to do it on my own, but I've rededicated myself this year, even though it looks like I am going to be doing it on my own. Uh, again, we're going to have an episode every day talking about spawn, talking about uh, the crossovers and the other series that come out that um, give spawns complete story because much like in 2022, uh, after uh, spawn had hit that record breaking 300 first issue, there were other series that came out. Uh, Todd, McFarlane, the creator of Spawn, launched King Spawn. He launched Scorched. He launched Gunslinger Spawn. And now this year, there's a ton more, like 10 titles. A lot of them are miniseries. Some are ongoing. Uh, in fact, one of them, Rat City, is about Spawn, uh, a different Spawn, not Al Simmons, but Spawn Far in the Future. We're lucky enough to have Erica Schultz join us to talk about that. Plus, Todd's hoping to have some movie news uh, out this year. There's a Kickstarter for a medieval Spawn action figure, speaking of medieval Spawn. Uh, and, you know, Todd was kind enough to stop by and, and talk about all this recently uh and we appreciated him doing that so yeah it's a uh, it's a great time to be a spawn fan and we hope everybody is uh, having a chance to uh join us and kind of follow along uh what have you so uh, let's go ahead and dive into the books there's not uh, a whole lot to be said about this story even though it's three issues um again there's there's not a lot it and it's interesting that Medieval Spawn gets the top billing because I feel like it's definitely more of a Witchblade story than a, a Spawn story. So as we look inside the front cover here, we see the credits. As I mentioned, Garth Innes is the writer. We have Brandon Peterson handling the pencils. Uh, Joe Weems is on the inks. Ashby Manson on colors. Um, and then we have Computer Colors also by Richard Eisenhoff. Uh, and Dennis Heisler handles the letters. So it starts off, we meet this guy named Matthew Royal. Now, Brandon Peterson had, uh, again, going back to having talked about this before with the, the uh, Top Cow chronology, um, Brandon, Brandon Peterson actually had a series that he did over at Top Cow with this character named Matthew Royal uh, in his Arcanum series. And so even though he's just the a penciler here. Uh, I'm sure he worked together with the plotting of the story um, with uh, with Garth Innes because Matthew Royal is is a part of it. 
and uh, so is the darkness and a bunch of other uh, sort of top cow um, characters, if you will. So you'll see what I'm talking about as we go through. So we're not sure who this Massey Royal guy is unless you have read that Arcanum series. Uh, but I think even when you read the Top Cow chronology, this comes before uh, that because it's such a fl uh, flashback. But anyway, he's sitting uh, on a bench in New York. He's got this box next to him on the bench that he seems to be talking to. Um, and again, we don't really have any context uh, on who this guy is, but there's a voice coming from the box and uh, it's the uh, word balloons are, are very stylized. They're orange. They're kind of like they're dripping blood. And so, you, you know, right away, you know, something's going on with this head in the box. It's not just, um, you know, a normal uh, head. Well, actually, I guess, I guess at this point, you don't even know it's a head in the box. I guess I spoiled that. Um, but anyway, uh, they're bantering back and forth and Royal starts recounting the story. He starts talking about the darkness again, uh, top cow character. Uh, and he mentions this Lord Cardinal who wielded the darkness power um, way back in 1175 AD. Weems is, uh, Weems Royal is presenting himself as um, some sort of uh, sorcerer. And he's telling Cardinal that he should go and attack the fairy world. And, his uh, Cardinal's queen, Eleanor, who is literally a darkness um, manifestation. So Cardinal has sort of, in a way, created his own uh, companion here. Uh, she's very suspicious of uh, Royal right away. She's like, why should we go and do this? And he claims that the reason he wants to do this is because there's a lot of uh, power and spells available in um, the other world, the fairy world, and he can't go and get that on his own. Um, but if Cardinal is able to take over the fairy world, he can then increase his power base and take over the, the earth, basically. Uh, and again, Eleanor's like, why would why would you want to help us? Like, out of the goodness of your heart, like, I don't buy that. And he's like, no, no, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a scholar of magic and there's spells that I want to learn there. And so that's why I would want to go along and do this again. It's just... I'm with Eleanor, right? This just doesn't sound right, you know. Uh, but Cardinal, very power-hungry, blinded a little bit by his desire for power. And so uh, he, they do invade, right? Cardinal says, yeah, let's go for it. Let's go and invade. And so they're slaughtering the fairy folk. Uh, Royal's looking on. Cardinal's very happy. Um, it looks like they're going to have a relatively easy time conquering this uh, fairy world. So Royal does say, and it's interesting, right? Like, that. why didn't you mention this before? Again, a clue that, you know, Royal's not on the up and up. He's like, oh, oh, by the way, now that we have invaded the fairy world, you know, I've used my powers to to bring you over to this world. We have to worry about other people. Like now we've made the membrane between worlds thin and now we have to worry about uh, other people coming over as well. And it's very foreshadowed because you see it's this uh, full page splash here with the inside of Royal talking about that. And who do we see but medieval spawn? drawn very well by Peterson, you know, love the costume, love the helm, what have you. So clearly medieval spawn is going to be involved. And sure enough, uh, he's in our world, but he comes across a thin part where part of the battle has spilled over to our world. There's a bunch of, uh, the darkness and these evil demons, what have you attacking elves, he tells them to stop. Of course they don't. So he takes it upon himself to basically wipe them out. And, uh, at that moment, Royal realizes that, uh, there's something going on. He tells Cardinal, yes, it's what I was kind of worried about. And then the story switches over to uh, an inn in England later. This is the first time we see Katarina. 
she's having a conversation with this innkeeper. He's talking about how she owes him money for, for her stay. They clearly have known each other for a while. Uh, we learned that this innkeeper's name is Stalker. He didn't always own an inn. He was kind of a uh, an adventurer, uh, uh, sort of a criminal, you know, in that gray area, much like Katarina herself. Um, but she doesn't have money. She's like, I'm a bit financially embarrassed. And she doesn't even agree with the amount she owes for the bill. But, you know, we learned through the context of the conversation that she likes to drink and carouse. And when she drinks, she picks fights and she's destroyed a bunch of furniture and what have you. So he's like, yeah, he breaks it all down, what she actually owes. And he's like, well, if you don't have the money to pay, there are other uh, ways that you can make your payment. Uh, and she basically has to shovel a bunch of manure. And she's like, well, you said there was two options. What's what's the other option? And at that point, <clears throat> excuse me, Stalker gives her this lecherous look. And she's like, does that mean what I think it means? He's like, it sure does. Well, she's like, yeah, she'd rather shovel the crap than uh, think about at all being intimate with him. Uh, but being the kind of the lecherous guy that he is, he sits there and watches her uh, shovel the crap. And, you know, she's not really enjoying what's going on. And so he's asking her, how did you get so down on your luck? You know, you didn't used to be like this. And she mentions getting um, kind of double crossed by somebody they both knew at, at one point. Um, but while she's shoveling all this manure, uh, all of a sudden, and this is one of the interesting things uh, I've read this before digitally. And this is what I was talking about, the idiosyncrasies. It feels like there's pages missing. I don't think there are, I always forget, like this is one of those books I want to track down and have a physical copy of it because I'm, I'm just not really sure what might be missing. Um, but all of a sudden it goes from one page to another and she just has the witchblade. Uh, and there's another something that happens in a, in a little bit, in a couple pages that makes me think there might be a page missing as well. But anyway, the battle has spilled over and all of a sudden the witchblade pops up. She has a weapon. Uh, it's The witchblade's on her hand. She becomes involved in the fight. And then Medieval Spawn is there as well. Uh, they're fighting back to back. Um, some pretty funny panels here from uh, Brandon Peterson with uh, darkness, body parts flying through the air and what have you. Uh, but they're able to basically vanquish these uh, darkness, uh, although it does take Spawn blowing up the entire building that the inn um, was housed in for that to happen. Obviously, Stalker is kind of beside himself um, that his inn has been blown up. And then we uh, we have Katarina talking to Spawn, like, are you a sorcerer or something? He goes, oh, something. He's like, have we met before? You called me by my name when the battle started. We never saw that. So, again, that makes me wonder um, if there's a page missing here or two or, or a couple pages because we didn't see that. And he uh, says, no, you must have been mistaken. But clearly there seems to be a connection there. Um, meanwhile, Stalker's worried that his, uh, his inn has been destroyed. And so... Um, he asks her, you know, what the hell, Katarina? What's that on your arm? What's going on here? Um, and uh, Spawn mentions that, yeah, there's uh, this land of fairy. It's under attack. I'm going to go there because innocents are being harmed. I, I need to save the day. It's kind of what I do. And when a uh, stalker who you know now has no way to make money uh, hears about this, he's like, wait, the fairy land? There's treasure there. There's cash. There's piles of gold, there's silver, diamonds, emeralds, um, you know, we should go and, and help. And Katarina, she kind of has maybe uh, some doubts about whether she should do that or not. But then the witchblade like throws its hand up in the air and she's like, okay, I guess we're going. So in the meantime, um, with the power of uh, royal sorcery, uh, 
Lord Cardinal and Eleanor have been watching this and Eleanor's concerned. She's like, who, who's this warrior? Who's this woman? What's that weapon she's wielding? Is it something we need to be worried about? And we zoom in on Cardinal and he, he's not answering. So that's how the first issue uh, comes to a close, which leads us to uh, the second issue. Again, same creative team, Garth Ennis, Bren Peterson, uh, Bat, Joe Weems, Tim Townsend on inks, Ashby Mason on colors, Richard Eisenhoff with the color assist, and then uh, Dennis Heisler on letters. So exactly the same creative team that we saw uh, on the last issue. And uh, it starts off with this close-up of medieval spawn. I, I really like this uh, this layout that, uh, that Brandon Peterson gets us. It's this close-up on medieval spawn, and he's talking about how this land used to be a paradise. And he's talking about you know unicorns and silver meadows and all this kind of thing. And we pull back and we see in the second panel, we've got uh, Katarina. She's downcast. We pull back even further. We see Stalker as well. And then we flip it around on the next page and we see how the land of fairy has been decimated. Um, and obviously it's because of this war that Lord Cardinal has, uh, Cardinal has brought to uh, the land. And as they're standing there, they find a survivor of this most recent battle. It's a leprechaun. Stalker's complaining. He's Irish. He's like, man, these guys give Irishmen a bad name. And the, the uh, leprechaun is giving some information to spawn. But again, this is where the choppiness comes in as, as stalkers explaining to um, Katarina, why he doesn't like leprechauns. The leprechaun supposedly is talking to spawn, but we don't see that. And then all of a sudden Cardinal just, uh, or, or stalker rather just steps on the leprechaun and medieval spawns like, why'd you do that? And he's like, I was just putting him out of his misery. He was suffering because of the battle, blah, blah, blah. Um, but supposedly in what we didn't hear, um, this leprechaun explained to uh, medieval spawn, you know, what's going on, who's attacking, where they need to go, and where they need to go is Bal Gadaral, the center and the capital of Fairy. And so um, they're not sure which direction it is, though, because spawn didn't get a chance to ask him before Stalker stepped on him. Um, so all of a sudden, the Witchblade points the direction that they need to go, um, and we get a little back and forth, a little banter between Stalker and uh, and Katarina, again, he's like, I don't know how you could have that thing in your hand. You don't even know where it comes from. Um, and Katarina mentioned something about, yeah, but I feel like I can work together with it. We can be something. And Soccer's like, yeah, we can. You know, again, being kind of lecherous. And she gets really brutal on him here, um, almost to the point where I, I thought, man, she's so she's so mean to him. I wouldn't be surprised if um, if later he, he turns, he, he changes sides, basically. Because he's so mad because she turns away. She's like, man, I wouldn't, if you were the last man on earth, I wouldn't lower myself to be with you. Uh, let's get going. And he's like, well, is that a yes or a no? So yeah, guy's a little dense, let's say. Meanwhile, uh, Lord Cardinal is getting his hands dirty, fighting off the, the remaining um, soldiers of fairy. And we see Eleanor uh, voicing her suspicions again. For Matthew Royal, she's like, I just don't believe what you're telling me about, you know, wanting to learn this uh, Elvish knowledge. And uh, we're reminded very viscerally that Eleanor is part of the darkness. This giant snake demon comes out of her mouth, wraps up Cardinal. He's literally begging for his life. She's saying, answer me. What is this um, weapon that has you worried? He explains about it being the Witchblade and how they're both created uh long time ago and how the darkness and the witchblade are traditionally enemies and 
she wants to know who this woman is, why she's coming for them, and what Royal's true intentions are. Uh, but before Royal can answer, Cardinal calls her, um, so she's got to go and and help him, and so she doesn't get all the answers that uh, that she needs. But she tells Royal, "Don't think you've gotten away with anything. Um, you know the Elven scum will be dead in no time, and then we'll continue this discussion." So Royal's pretty uh, uh, bothered by this, and he says that uh, he vows his revenge. Basically, you're going to pay for this. Nobody treats me like that. So meanwhile, we see our heroes. Uh, heading toward the, the capital, heading toward the battle, still trying to figure out um, what exactly is going on. And there's a few things that Spawn says, as the medieval Spawn says, as they're walking along, that kind of makes uh, Katarina suspicious. She's like, where have we met before? How do you know where I was at a certain point in time? Um, and it's kind of puts Spawn on the spot. And you can see he doesn't really want to answer. But, but before he even can, um, Soccer's like, hey, look out what's going on over there. And they see a bunch of forces of darkness flying toward them. So they're forced into battle um, with of course stalker just running away and hiding. Um, but eventually with the uh, combined power of spawn and, and the Witchblade, they're able to vanquish the, the forces of darkness that were sent out uh, to, to stop them basically. And uh, again, we see spawn wielding quite a bit of his power saying die and, and stalker and, uh, and Katarina are kind of taken aback by just how much power uh, Spawn has. So um, as they, uh, Katarina approaches Spawn after he's expended all this uh, energy and his helm has fallen off, uh, she's like, do you need help? And he's like, back off, don't touch me. He doesn't want her to see. Again, a clue that maybe she knew him from before he was Spawn. She doesn't want him to see what he looks like without his helm on. So he puts his helm back on and then says, I'm ready. You know, now he's, he's presentable to the world. I suppose he would say, and uh, we flash back to uh, the castle and Royal's like, again, being very shady. Uh, hey, okay, everything is, is in place now. Now's my time to make my move. And he summons this portal and he travels to it, through it rather, to the campfire where the adventurers are. And he basically tells them a whole, spins them a whole yarn, right? Like, I'm Matthew Royal. I found out I'm, I'm a sorcerer from Earth. I found out about the fairy world being under attack. And I... Uh, I came to help save them. I came to help save the fairies. I don't have the power to defeat the forces of darkness, but uh, I can teleport you into the castle so you can save the day. Uh, and Katarina is suspicious, Stalker as well, but Spawn, uh, being uh, the noble warrior he is, it's like, yeah, let's go. Let's let's go defeat the forces of darkness. And Royal explains exactly who they're fighting against. He, he talks about Lord Cardinal and... Um, he explains what the gauntlet is that's on Katarina's arm, how it's the Witchblade. It's traditionally the thing that is sent to do good and stop Lord Cardinal and how it needs to be uh, wielded by women and what have you. So, again, against the, the better judgment of Stalker and Katarina, uh, they teleport to uh, the castle. Meanwhile, Lord Cardinal and his uh, army are finishing up the, the battle uh, against the, the soldiers of the ferry, the last few that are remaining. And when they arrive, Cardinal says, okay, so you keep them busy. I'm going to go up to that dome up there in the castle. It's the, the elven magic that's up there that protects it. It's too strong. I can't teleport us directly into it. But that's what Lord Cardinal is after, that elven magic. And uh, if you guys can keep them distracted, I will go and uh, and take whatever you know magical items are there to prevent them from falling in the hands of Lord Cardinal. 
Again, super shady. I don't know why Spawn doesn't realize exactly what's going on here. Um, but as he and uh, and Katarina, the Witchblade, go to fight the army, Stalker, ever being the coward's like, uh, I don't think you guys really need me for this fighting part. And we know we can't trust Royal, or at least I think that we can't. So I'm going to go follow him and uh, and figure out what he's up to, because I don't really believe what he's telling us. And Katarina's like, yeah, you, you do that. And so we get the battle between the f remaining forces of Lord Cardinal and uh, Medieval Spawn and Katarina. And it's this final splash page here saying, you know, hey, come and get it. Um, we're going to do battle now. All right. So we talk about uh, issue number three. Same creative team. We have Garth Ennis handling the writing. Uh, Brandon Peterson handling the uh, art duties. Oops. Uh, Brandon Peterson, uh, this time along with Billy Tan and Mung Koi, uh, handling the art duties. And then uh, Matt and Detron doing the inks this time. And Ashby Mason is still uh, on the uh, on the colors. Uh, Richard Eisenhoff helping him with that. And then uh, Dennis Heisler as well uh, for the letters. So as we get into this story, we see that the forces of the darkness are um, approaching Lord Cardinal saying, hey, we're losing. We need to retreat. Cardinal is just beside him. So it's like, what are you talking about? We have them outnumbered. We're not about to retreat. I uh, can't believe my army's been uh, stopped inside the walls of the city right when we're so close to uh, achieving victory. But basically, medieval spawn and uh, Witchblade have been so powerful they've been doing such a fantastic job fighting uh they're winning they're winning the battle and we get uh, a double page or a full page splasher that shows that even with hundreds of warriors these two uh, the power of spawn the power of witchblade they're they're turning the tide meanwhile matthew royal inside the tower looking around for stuff uh and stalker overhears what he's saying going yeah i knew you weren't on the up and up i knew that you were um lying to us you're not a good guy he fires his crossbow at him uh, and he's shocked when Royal's just able to snatch the bolt out of the air, charges it up with energy, throws it back at Stalker, knocks him out the window of the tower. Luckily, uh, Spawn is there to catch him as he falls, and he explains, hey, Matthew Royal, bad guy, look at what he's doing. He's lying to us. He's out to, to get magic and power of his own. And meanwhile, back up in the tower, we find out what Royal was after all along. There's some sort of a magical mirror that can predict the future, Royal wants to know when the apocalypse is going to happen, when's the end of the world coming. We find out it's October 2nd, 1996, which this came out in 1996. So obviously that's just a few few days in the future, a few maybe weeks in the future after this book came out. And Royal says, great, I got to find a way to stay alive and be there at the, at the apocalypse. It's never really explained why he would want to be there at the end of time, uh, end of the world, I guess you'd say, not necessarily the end of time. Maybe he thinks there's some way that he can gain power. Uh, by doing that, uh, but that's what he's been after uh, all along. So in order to make his escape, he somehow infects uh, Katarina, infects the power of the Witchblade with some sort of magic where she actually uh, changes sides and she starts fighting against uh, Spawn. And meanwhile, um, the Lord Cardinal and, uh, and Eleanor are looking on kind of encouraging their army. Hey, look, you guys were getting your butts kicked, but now they're fighting against each other. Um, hopefully this can, can turn the tide. Um, 
as they're fighting against each other, Spawn's able to uh, break through the spell that Katarina's under by confessing that they knew each other before uh, when he was just a man. They met seven years ago, and he says they were lovers. So that, like, shocks her, and she takes a step back, and that gives the Witchblade uh, enough time to uh, basically break her free of the spell. Um, and she says, you know, I am in charge. It's not Car It's not uh, Matthew Royal that's in charge of her. It's not the Witchblade uh, itself, which is what uh, Royal did, right? He infected the Witchblade. He didn't infect uh, Katarina. He infected the Witchblade with his magic, and uh, and the Witchblade took her over and was fighting against uh, Medieval Spawn. So once she reestablishes control, uh, Cardinal and... Uh, and Eleanor are pretty much the only two left standing. There's a very quick battle between uh, Spawn and Car Cardinal. Um, he pulls all his power back within him to fight against Spawn, which basically means that even Eleanor doesn't, she's almost not alive, right? Because she's created from the power of the darkness. And she even says, wait, if you pull all your power back inside you, you know, what's going to, what's going to happen to me? And sure enough, it's just a quick battle. Like all Katarina has to do is headbutt her and she's out. So uh, that gives Witchblade and Spawn a chance to take on Cardinal, who's very powerful, but uh, not a match for, uh, for the two of them. Meanwhile, with uh, Eleanor being very incapacitated, very weak, uh, Matthew Royal takes the opportunity to have his revenge. Hey, you had me begging, now you're going to be begging, but I won't kill you. You taught me a valuable lesson to never beg again, uh, and I'm going to imprison you for all time and just leave you here to rot. So definitely... Um, Kind of a uh, reinforcing that uh, that Matthew Royal's pretty much a scumbag. Um, so, with the battle uh, between Cardinal and uh, and Witchblade and Medieval Spawn, it's over relatively quickly. Uh, Cardinal is not really uh, a match for the two of them together. Um, Katarina stabs through him, and as he's sort of there uh, suffering, and maybe I mean not dead because he is already sort of dead with the power of the darkness. Uh, but the, uh, while he's impaled on her sword, Spawn takes the opportunity to chop his head off. And that's it. The battle's over. Uh, fairy world is saved, sort of, I guess. Like, the, the, most of the world's devastated by this battle, by this war that Cardinal brought to it. But at least they have a chance to rebuild and Cardinal's not in charge. Um, so while the three adventurers are talking and... Um, uh, Stalker shows up with a bunch of treasure and Spawn's like, how, how could you loot all the stuff? And he's like, they're dead. What do they care if I, if I take it? And Katarina uh, is trying to come to, to grips with, uh, with the fact that uh, she was almost taken over and, and that sort of thing. Uh, Master Royal takes the opportunity to go and, and take the head of, uh, of, Cardinal, maybe he thinks it'll be something he can use for power uh, at some point. Uh, and we also see that uh, Katarina, she disagrees. Her and Medieval Spawn, they're definitely not exactly the same. I mean, they're both heroic, but she's got to get hers. Remember, she's broke, right? So she doesn't have really a problem with Stalker taking that uh, taking that loot. So uh, again, sorry I spoiled this at the beginning, but we do flash back to, or come back to modern day, and we see that the head in the box Cardinal's been carrying around 800 years later is the, the head of Lord Cardinal. And there's some banter back and forth um, with Cardinal saying, uh, I don't know why you always tell me this story. 
Um, and you know, you always tell me the story, but you never tell me what happened to uh, medieval spawn and which blade. And he's like, well, you know, what do you care what happened to them? And so, um, he, he does give a little more context. He talks about when they first met before medieval spawn was medieval spawn. And, um, and clearly this encounter, this romantic encounter that they had meant a lot to medieval spawn, less so to Katarina. She barely remembers it. And stalker's like, man, I was trying to, to get with you. And all it took was booze. If I'd only known. And she kind of gives him a, a sideways look. Um, but again, meant a lot to medieval spawn. And he's there. He intimates that maybe it could continue. Maybe they could find a way to, to you know, be together. And she's like, dude, uh, this was just a one night stand. It was just a fling, like not important to me. So you can tell he's hurt by that. Um, and Cardinal and, and Matthew Royal kind of laugh about it. And we see medieval spawn rides off. Um, and then the, the other two adventures talk about, well, you know, it was a crazy adventure. We survived it. At least we have gold. We can, you know, restart our lives here on earth. Uh, and when they open up the bag of gold uh, and treasure that they took, they realize, Hey, it was fairy gold. So when fairy gold comes over to our world, it turns into lead. Um, so they actually have nothing to show for it. Uh, and that kind of, Stalker's disappointed. Katarina's just pissed off. Like, we went all that way. We killed, almost got killed half a dozen times um, for nothing. You know, and she says, Stalker, this was your idea to go and help. You know what I'm going to do with this? And she holds up the Witchblade, and that's where it ends, right? So, intimated that maybe she's going to uh, to stick it somewhere well, that uh, I have a feeling uh, Stalker may not like. So, that that's how it ends. Again, there's not a, a whole heck of a lot to the story. Um, like I mentioned before, I, I definitely feel like it's more of a, uh, it's more of a, a Witchblade story than it is a Spawn story. We, we, we get more characterization for, uh, for Katarina than we do for, uh, for Medieval Spawn, other than he's kind of a spurned lover and goes off heartbroken. Um, and it's choppy at times. You know, I mentioned those two where uh, in the first issue, it seems like it might be missing a couple pages because we never see the battle start. And all of a sudden, the Witchblade is just on the hand of uh, of Katarina. Uh, and we also, she mentions uh, Spawn having called her by name. She doesn't even know, you know, who he is or what he calls himself at that point, but calls her by name. And uh, we didn't see that either. And then there's a few other times uh, in the story, second issue, third issue, where it feels a little choppy. So. Um, you know, it's, it's Garth Ennis, he's a legendary writer, but this is, you know, early, early in his career. Uh, but overall it works. The Brandon Peterson art is Brandon Peterson art. It's what you come to expect. A little stylized, a little anime influenced. Uh, and like I mentioned, when we talked about the, um, yesterday's episode, when we talked about the, um, the fan edition, how it's computer color, these are the early days of computer coloring. So it looks, um, it looks a little bit wonky at times. So. Uh, again, not the uh, not the end of the world, but um, it, it just is of its time. So uh, finally, years and years later, I think in 2018 or 2019, we have another medieval spawn in Witchblade team up that's actually written by Brian Haberlin. That's going to be uh, our episode tomorrow. So you can see the cover there um, and we'll talk about that series. And it's a little darker. It's a little more modern. Um, but we'll get a chance to see these two uh, come back together again. But will it be the same wielder of the Witchblade? Uh, I guess you'll have to tune in to uh, to find out whether that's the case. So uh, as always, we appreciate everybody joining us. We appreciate the support. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the uh, Comic Source YouTube channel so you don't miss out on any content, both Spawn Daily and other interviews we do. Also, give us a, a subscription on your favorite podcasting platform or podcasting app where we release all our audio-only content. Uh, that way you don't miss any of that stuff. And there's thousands of uh, previous episodes you can go back and listen to, reviews and interviews and convention coverage and what have you. So tons of content for you guys, uh, whether you're driving in the car, running in the subway, just need to pass some time. Uh, just go to, as I said, your favorite podcasting app or platform and subscribe to the Comic Source uh, podcast feed. So we appreciate you joining us as always, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time.